Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to Boss Your Business. Today, I am bringing you Brandon Fortino, one of my local San Diego guys that we actually just worked together on an event. We just did. So, yes, we just did. Yeah, we, and, I, and I just got the deliveries too last night. <laughs> so you guys better be paying attention over on Instagram and all the things because you get to see Brandon's magic. Brandon, tell the audience, who the hell are you and why am I so excited to have you on? Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me to the show here, Evie. Been been a pleasure working with uh, with you in the little events that we've doing, and uh, you know it's been amazing. But awesome. yeah, just to keep it short, my name is Brandon. Uh, I'm a CEO and founder of Short Form Pros. Uh, originally, I was actually born in Jakarta. Originally from Indonesia moved to United States. So an immigrant, an immigrant was raised in an immigrant family. Uh, grew up up in Bakersfield. So it's the middle of California. It's, there's nothing in there. I wouldn't recommend. Oh visiting. my God. Yeah. There, so is, there is nothing up there. There's nothing in there. It's just farms and oil rigs. So decided to go down into sunny San Diego where we met, yes. uh, you know, beautiful weather. And, uh, you know, I went to San Diego state. So go Aztecs, uh, just pure San Diego and heart right there. And I've uh, been working in marketing for about two years. And then recently, or not recently, start had my video production company for about two years. And recently, I had a short-form video agency where I help people uh, strategize, edit, also plan and schedule their content. So uh, call it an entrepreneur, call it a passion, like just creative, passion, creative at yeah. heart. But that's why I am. <laughs> you, are, you are definitely creative. Which funnels into why why I asked you to help. Um, guys, if you didn't see on Instagram, I did a watch networking party. As of this show, last week, a few, few weeks ago, it's, whatever. Um, it was not even a week it was, yet. It's like, it's going to be a week tomorrow. It is. Yeah. It is. As yeah. of this recording, I know, it feels like it's been a long time. It's like, so much has happened since then because we had we had the level up lounge on Tuesday. I went into the ClickUp office and had conversations with the team on Thursday. Completely crashed on Saturday. Guys, I swear to God, it's like I'm an introverted extrovert. After all of this peopling, I just took a day off. But we digress. So you went to SDSU, you were in marketing and then started your own company. Tell me about this. How, how did this come about? How did you do this jump from, I assume you were employed before. I was, to, yes, I was. To going full-time to your business, because that's often a question that comes up where it's like, yeah, I have the side business, but it's not making enough money. And when do I do this jump? When do I go full time into my own business? How how did you make that decision? Yeah, so for me, it was kind of out of necessity. So for background, I used to work in digital marketing. Uh, I was a part of a nationwide uh, digital marketing agency that does Amazon and paid ads. So I was in their uh -huh. Amazon team, was working there actually during my time in college for my last two years. And at the time I was, uh, you know, I came from a very low income family, low income immigrant family. So I had to pay for mm -hmm. college on my own. I had to rely on a lot of FAFSA and student kind of student loans by the government to, to get through college basically. Cause San Diego is not cheap. So, um, school is not cheap in the States in general. It's not right. So, uh, so my last year, I actually 
have one of those situations where I wasn't going to receive the Pell Grant that I was supposed to receive. So uh, in that case, like, okay, I need to either go full time into work and, uh, you know, neglect my school just to live here or I find something else to do. And, you know, at the time uh, I was figuring that out, but that's not my optional route. I do wanted to finish my degree at the time. So yeah. I lean back to something that I've always known uh, ever since I was little. I've been in love with uh, videography and photography. So uh, that was using my side hustles, taking pictures of people's like portraits, people engagements and uh, all of that sorts, like high school formals, all of that yeah. stuff. So I was like, hey, I'm going to give this a try and uh, see for itself if it works down here in San Diego. So started doing that with my 20, 25 hours a week job, plus like full-time school. So I had a full load of like units during my last semester. So everything was so occupied. And once I started kind of just telling people through social media, through just friends and referrals and seeing that proof of concept came along and like, I was like, okay, I can actually do this. And it actually ends up, you know, end up making me more money than if I were to work 40 hours a week um, in my W2 job. And I made that jump literally when I had this one time, I still remember this one week where uh, it was just, I, I was booked with meetings in, 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 my, uh, in my job at the time. Oh and, God, the meeting uh, that could have, been, also, could have just been an email. Mm -hmm. Right, it's like all those meetings and, and you know all these different stuff. And then I was also wanted to be booked for shoots. And then I was like, well, now it, it gets to the point where my side hustle is limited by my, uh, this my, my co corporate job. I was like, yeah. well, why not just take the leap? And uh, soon I, I gave a two week notice. And then uh, the two weeks after I, I, I left the job for good, didn't burn any bridges. They all, it, it was all great. The team was amazing. It was just, you know, I had to do it for the sake of paying rent. So, uh, you know, so that's what I did and uh, everything else is, you know, is history. You know, met more people and just keep learning and keep networking and yeah. Which which brings up a good piece. It's like you don't have to burn bridges. You are just no matter if you are switching jobs or if you are going out for yourself. Right. You don't have to burn bridges. It's just like, okay, my focus is changing. I want to do something else. You never know what's gonna happen in the future. Potentially you align in a project. You can Right. I've seen a lot of people go back into corporate through COVID because don't get me wrong, entrepreneurship is not always the easiest thing to do. <laughs> not at so all. So it's, I love that you brought up that you didn't burn bridges because again, you don't have to, even if you weren't happy in the job, no matter if you were happy in the job or not, it's literally just, Hey, my focus has changed. I'm doing something else now. Bye guys. That's all you need right. to do. And a lot of supervisors and a lot of coworkers will be understood of that. They're like, okay, like it's just, you know, the job is not fitting anymore and you have another passions and other things that you want to pursue. And a lot of times they respect that as long as, you know, uh, you kind of like tell them like very respectfully and all that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I didn't have to burn any bridges. So how does life look now? And guys, I will be diving into his journey because Brennan is also sharing his journey on his wheel. So no worries, we'll get to all of this. But how, <laughs> does, how does life look now? Because you're out of school, you graduated, you have your own business. What is life like right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like just like any other entrepreneur that would say you kind of make your own schedule. So that's kind of what I, what I've been doing, uh, in my 
personal opinion, I love it more than if I were to work my W2 job because I like having that control over my destiny, over what what it is that I need to do. So just having like that sort work, of- Just working from New York. Yeah, I could. Like I, I work remotely, so I could go everywhere really as long as they uh -huh. have a good internet connection. Um, I think it's nice in the sense of uh, being able to have that full control of just everything within your career, whether you wanted to grow, you wanted to work with different people, with different industries or whatever. Uh, I'm all about, you know, bringing value to people. So wherever people can find my value. And I, I've, I always feel like too, I don't know if this is like maybe just price I worked at, but I feel a lot, it feels a lot more fulfilling doing work like as an entrepreneur, because uh, I think when you do work as an entrepreneur, you kind of get that direct feedback, whether you're doing something good or something needs to be improved. And that way you get the, that just self-fulfilling kind of, Hey, like I've, I've grown or I've gone better or, or they find it a lot valuable. So you kind of get that direct response. If that makes sense. And you, yeah, totally. Because it's like your business is going to tell you right away if something works or doesn't. Right. Um, and when you're working for corporate, you have, you don't, you don't get that same feedback and you are at the mercy of other people. If right. things don't align, if a coworker doesn't deliver on the promise, you you are in that. And with our own business, the buck stops with you. If clients don't come in the door, I scoot something up. If the delivery yeah. are not being done, but also on the other hand, if a client is happy, heck, I'm like, I'm still celebrating a testimonial that I did not expect to get from a client where they were like, girl, you saved my team 40% of their work time. And I'm like, holy moly. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's it's all you. Right. Though I do also understand the, uh, the draw often. I'm like, especially through COVID, a lot of us have experienced it where it's like, oh my God, I wish I would just have a paycheck. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's, it's, it's that balance of, okay, what's more important to you? And honestly, impact is more important to me and, and seeing the impact I'm having directly. And I think you are on that same boat. hundred percent. I think it's about what everybody values, right? Like some people value stability. Some people also value control uh, over their destiny. Some people value making the impact within their communities or the people that are around them. So I think like, it's about finding out, figuring out who you are as a person and then just acting up upon that, whether it's whatever it is that you value. So, yeah. So I know, I don't know if guys, I'm totally calling him out here because I don't know if he actually would use the language like this, but I know <laughs> you've been on a journey to stabilize your life yourself. You know, your passion, you know what you're going for, you know, mm -hmm what you want to do with that. And to me, I'm using this language right now. You've been on a journey to stabilize all of that. So how, how have you grown the business? How have you scaled the business? What have you done to take this from, yep, I'm done with my corporate job. I'm doing this full time and get the business to a level where you were just traveling with your girlfriend last February, going to New York and being there. I'm like, guys, I swear follow the reels and the stories it's fun watching where you have gone to a point in your business where it's like yeah cool i'm going a week to new york and i'm doing this where i think a lot of the audience is either way 
getting getting close to or really working on having that freedom of doing what you want to do with your private life supported by your business and not the other way around. So mm. that was a long-winded question of what have you done to grow your business, to get those clients in the door, to to be able to be this flexible? Right. Um, that, that's a great question. I feel like flexibility, a lot of people really want it. And that's something that I really value as well. So I think there's a couple of things. One is the actual product, right? Like what is the product that we're offering to the the, the uh, our audience, our customers, right? Um, is that is that product, can it be delivered online? Can it be delivered? Uh, does it have to be delivered in person? Um, what does the deliverables look like? What does that process look like? So when you have the pr a really good product that allows you to be uh, flexible, then it'll, it'll, it'll make it flexible. So a lot of, for example, for my own, uh, what we do is our, all of our deliverables are digital assets. So it's dig yeah. dig digital videos. So I don't have to fulfill that myself. So that's one. Two is having a really great team. I think, you know, I give my, my team really great credit on just being amazing. Uh, right now we are in a team of three. We're actually growing right now. We're looking for two more people. So we're building that. But having a really solid team that knows the process of how to fulfill the, yeah. the service, because it is for, for my specific business, basically a service business. So how do we fulfill that at highest level quality in a time efficient manner? Uh, you know, we have meeting calls every week. We have one-on-ones with every, I have one-on-ones with them every single, you know, every other week actually, so I can help them and figure out new ways. So uh, that's too kind of like having a great team. And I think lastly, and probably like more importantly, just putting flexibility at the, at the top of your priority. Right. So I feel like I'm, I'm a huge believer that if you put something in your, in, in your mind that you want to achieve, like you'll find a way to do it. It's more like one of those things, like, for example, like for me, like at the time I needed to pay rent, I need to find a way to, to make that happen. And I will find that happen. Uh, I, I made that happen. So uh, if you put flexibility in your top of your priority list, you're definitely going to be able to find that find a way for you to make your business shift in that sense and adapt in, 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 a, in a way that'll make you more flexible. And you also live what you preach. So you are not just creating short form content, short form video for your clients. I'm like, I've been watching your journey on your reels. So right. you are living this, hey, we are creating business through short form video. Right. Yeah. It's, I think I'm a huge believer in like, you gotta, what is it? Like, you gotta preach, you gotta do what you preach. Is that what, is that what it's called? Like the, the saying here? Yeah. Same, same like goes that, like yeah. you. Yeah. Same goes like how you do things with, with ClickUp. Like you only like teach people with like how to automate those process because uh, you've done it yourself. And I think that there's, there's a lot of value in that. Like if I'm able to do it, I'm going to replicate the same process for you because I know you're going to be able to do it as well. It's like you walk the walk and not just talk the talk. You know what I mean? You actually, you actually coaches that it. coach coaches how to coach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We yeah. see enough of that out there. It's like watching you. Yeah. I'm like, you literally took two reels in your short form video to tell the story of, hey, here's my business goals. Here's what I want to accomplish. And we can literally just walk alongside you in your reels, in your short form video. Right. Just like getting to know someone through just 20 seconds every day or yep. like 20 seconds of exposure. That's kind of, I think, the power of video. What's amazing is that, you know, back with written, it's cool because it's accessible to everybody. Everybody can read it. With audio, you can actually gain 
like somewhat of a connection of hearing them, their voice. But when you combine all that with an image, I think that's when it's like most powerful because you, you can see the face is what we're doing right now. You can hear them and you can also, you know, just gain so much valuable content and make that deeper connection. That's why I love video. Like it's, it's amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's perfect for repurposing. I'm like anybody that has been following me along, you guys know, we do all three of them. We do the video, we right. do the audio and we do the written because of that. It's, I know I have um, people in the audience that are hearing impaired. I have a really dear right. member of mine um, who got sick and she can just use audio for like an hour or two a, a day or her head is literally going to explode in huge headaches. So mm -hmm. there's the blog version of it. Then I have people who are blind. They're not going to be able to watch the video, but they still can use the audio. Or we're just a little just busy and running around and just wanting to be able to listen to the podcast. So guys, I'm like, I completely yeah. agree. No matter if it's short form or long form video, make it accessible. It's you yeah. have it available to you. I think it's all about like uh, what people I think don't really talk about when it comes to these is leverage, right? Uh, when you're doing video, you're kind of leveraging a lot of different things. Like what you said with the repurposing, uh, same goes like why you should use social media because it's leverage, right? Like when people, even when you get like 200 views, if you think about it, right? That's 200 people that's like 200 eyeballs it's like watching your video if you can convert 10 percent of those to people that would do business with you well how what what can that do for your business right so when people are like i want to get viral get millions of views but like for me like do you really want you millions don't. of views like do you really so i love i love that you brought this up i love that you yeah. brought it up because don't get me wrong guys i am a numbers girl too and believe right. me there is ego included in numbers where i'm like i want to hit a certain subscriber count i want to hit a certain view count right guilty of it guilty of it but the thing that always brings me back into right now is I don't need to go viral. I don't need to have how many million views because chances are when you go viral, you are not going viral just with your target market. You are going viral mm -hmm. with a broad audience. Exactly. Now, I only need one right person to see that video. One person to say, I'm hiring Evie and I'm spending the few thousand bucks to go coaching with her. Mm -hmm. I don't need the viral. So when you guys are struggling with the ego, with the numbers thing, with the follower, with the view count, simply remember, yeah, going viral is fun. Don't get me wrong. My yeah. my chat, my chat GPT short form video today broke all the latest records. It is number one I'm right gone. now. Yes, I I'm am gone. happy about okay. that. <laughs> But it comes down to, are you actually converting? Do people call you based on your content? If you are just right. going viral and nobody calls you and hires you, you're still not going to be able to pay your bills. Right. So I've seen, I've seen these articles of a lot of like TikTok stars, for example, they have millions of followers on TikTok, but when they are invited to go speak in a room or something, they couldn't even fill the room like because there there's not that connection between between them and the audience. Yep. So it I, I think I think it's it's good balance between it. And I think the only true way for you to gain um like real organic followers that would that would really like root for your brand is just to keep consistently giving good value. That's it. And then eventually people will share the video and you'll get better as you progress, but you don't need to. You know, any one one hit wonder type videos that would 
just make you go crazy. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's fine. I think it has a lot to do also with our personal growth, finding that balance between, okay, yes, we do want to grow our following. We do want to hit certain numbers. But what are those numbers we pay attention to? And we could spend right. hours and hours on this. And we actually do. Yeah. However, we want to keep it nice, short, and sweet in the podcast. So let's dive into my one of my favorite questions, which I why I ask it in every yeah. single episode. What are some of the processes and tools you use to be able to run your business like you do right now? Yeah, I use a couple of different things to make sure that everything is efficient. Um, so primarily... I use Slack currently to communicate with my clients and my team. So that I use that. Um, it's basically like a Discord if you don't know what Slack is. Um, so use that. I love, I love, I love the, I, I love this right now. Why I'm interrupting that? you right here? Because chances are my audience knows Slack better than Discord. Yet oh, your audience knows Discord it's better Discord, than, than Slack. Slack. I exactly. love that. But it comes down, guys, again, comes down to the environment we live in, the perception we have, the stuff right. we do. So right. always remember, who, who is your target market? Who are you talking to? That is true. That, is, that, is that, was, really just, that was just a total <laughs> that was actually really funny. I love I <laughs> that one. Oh, yeah, in case you yeah. don't know what Slack is, I'm like. Yeah, it, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm such a fan of perception and living in our circles. And the moment yeah. you step out of that circle, people are like, who? What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I totally sidetracked that here. No, so good, you were using good. Slack for client conversation. Yeah, we're using Slack for client conversation. We use Google Drive to transfer all of our data, all of the documents, mm -hmm. all that um, DocuSign and to, to kind of like sign all the contracts and all that. Uh, as far as editing goes, uh, in, in the back end, uh, our editors use uh, Adobe Premiere. Um, uh -huh. I personally, I use Final Cut Pro uh, from when I edit my videos. Uh, so yeah, so we use both of those. Um, currently for project management, uh, currently we use Asana, but I know we've been in talks that we're going to like thinking about switching it. There's a couple of stuff yeah, that could be better. Oh, so when we're, we're, we're done actually recording, like you are actually on my to-do list. I'm like, okay, when are we meeting? I need to catch up <laughs> Asana. We can't do this. This this is not okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but uh, that's going to basically the tools that we use. You know, I'm trying to keep it lean and simple so we can move fast. I think that's the yeah uh, the stuff that, that, that we do. Yeah. Yeah, especially... Um, especially with something like video creation and short form content it's like you don't you don't want to take forever to get things done if everything is so fast you want to be able to just deliver and get things done right and guys i, I think you just hmm? i was like we use ai tools too like chat gpt oh chat gpt yeah, yeah. love love yeah. love me some chat gpt um <laughs> What I loved seeing what fits into all of this is, um, and guys, you can, again, I saw it in one of his reels on Instagram. I think it was a TikTok. Oh God. I, yeah, I consume content everywhere. Um, when we actually talked the last and we were talking processes, I love mm. how you literally went home, grabbed a big stack of post-it notes and laid out your production process and looking visually at 
where there might be issues, where there might be room for for optimization and all of that stuff. So it's it's fun seeing you being deep in processes and the process optimization. Right. Yeah, I think that for a lot of entrepreneurs, when they start, they want to get started. They're they're like action takers. So mm -hmm. they try to, you know, bring yep. in revenue, they try to deliver the product and fulfill it themselves. But at least like for me personally, like now to think about it with the goals that I wanted to achieve this year, like again, my goal is to help 20 businesses do short form videos. Uh, That's a you know, lot. I realized that that is a lot. And for the lowest package that we offer, we have to create 30, like 30 videos in a month. So if you just do the math, that's our, you know, a lot of videos. <laughs> so, yep. um, and that's kind of when I started to realize that, okay, I need to slow down, step back, we, like check out the process, see how we can improve so that isn't nothing's going to fall off the cracks. And that just kind of, I think, showcase the level of service that I want to give, at least to a lot of my clients. Like I want to make sure that quality and it's also speed efficient. And, you know, I think, yeah, but because of, because of our conversation, I was just like, okay, let's just do it and just kind of visualize. I'm a visual person myself as well. So yeah. it, it makes it easier when we, when I see it in, in a diagram like that. That's that's yeah. where I'm really excited to be working with you with a haul. Um, you already use Google Drive doing the automation and everything, um, automatic the the creation of the assets and the naming convention and all the fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have so much fun! <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> Before I click up nerd out here for another hour, tell the audience where can they find you to go stalk you and see all the things you're doing. Yeah, so my Instagram is at Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N dot Fortino, F-O-R-T-I-N-O. That's probably my most commonly used uh, is platforms. And you can look me up in LinkedIn and TikTok, Brandon Fortino. They're all there. YouTube channel, Brandon Fortino, same spelling. Uh, so it is my name. So <laughs> yeah, that's where you can find me. And as always, you're going to find all the links in the description below, no matter where you're listening, watching, or reading. Somewhere around this, you're going to be able to just click on the link and go follow him. <laughs> Brennan, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited to now jump off camera and get you scheduled to move you off of Asana. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do let's, it. Let's optimize your technology a little bit. Let's, let's scale it. Let's scale it up. That's the goal. <laughs> Scaling yeah. with working less. That's our goal. And with that, I'll send you all off. Bye, everybody. And I see you in the next episode. Thank you again.